All right, guys, what is going on? And welcome back to the Tipped Out Podcast with your hosts, Danny Christie from Danny Christie Golf and Brandon from Balance Performance Golf. What's going on, Danny? It's a uh, hoodie up kind of day here. Kind of night. It's a kind of night is what it is. That's true. It is an evening. It is 9.28 p.m. on May 24th. We'll see when this comes out. <laughs> uh, it's tonight, hopefully. Oh, yeah. We gotta get Indeed. it out. It's for the it's for the people. It's the uh, PGA recap here. Indeed, it is. So let's break it down. We had some bets going. Uh, Shane Lowry wire to wire from our boy Clarky. Uh, Zach and I were running with the safe bets of Spieth. Um, I'm trying to remember off the dome who else were his top gunners. I don't remember how Jason Day finished. That was my uh, top horse there, and then. I think course, Jason Day made the cut, which is, yep. I think. But all in all, man, what a what a glorious! I had Rory, which looked good for uh, one day. Well, it really did, man. I thought as soon as we had that talk, that podcast, and then Rory came out of the gate that hot, I said, "Wow, like Danny might be right." Not for long. That's what I thought too. I was like, "Shit! Like, here we go, baby! Like, come on!" And then, and then it was just like a stall out round day two, and then like day three was a disaster, double and a triple in that round. And then he had, and then day day final round, he has four birdies in a row off the rip, and all of a sudden he's like back to two under, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And then he got it to like three under. Yeah, I was like. That's when I tuned in. When he got to three under is when I started watching. And, yeah, homie just went idle from there. Bro, it was so sad. Like, he hit such great putts, and they just really didn't go in. Every single putt he hit, I was like, wow, like, that has a line. Yeah, looks good. No. And That's how you can just tell when it's not someone's weak, you know? It's just. Yeah. You combine that, too, with the fact that, like, because for the most part, when he was three under – like, he still seemed like he was a ways off the lead because he was out ahead of everybody. And, everybody, and like, those guys were yeah. still, like, floating around, like, nine, eight. But, dude, like, if a couple more of those putts fall and he just can get it to five, he's in the playoff. Isn't that crazy? Like, he could have been in the clubhouse with his feet up for for almost two hours. Yeah. And, and then That's had to play in that playoff. So close yet so far, right? Mm-hmm. I remember – there, I was sitting on the couch with my dad as uh, Mito Pereira was getting ready to hit his tee shot on 18. And I literally said to him, I said, you know, that that's tough. I go, everyone put up such a good fight. I go, this is how it usually goes. Everyone puts up what they can. Everyone, you know, the clubhouse leader's in there at five and he's at six. I'm like, you know, it, how bad does that suck, man? You put up such a good number, chase him, chase him. And then he just coasts in, makes a par and walks away with it. I said, I haven't seen something happen like, you know, crazy on 18 in a while. And that swing came out, and I said, play ball. Like, holy shit, what is going on? So so here's what we got to get into. First of all, I want to agree with you on that since I was talking to Kevin about it, and I was like, I haven't seen that blow up yet. Like, I hadn't seen the big – like, there's always the stories of it and guys do it and whatever. I hadn't seen it, and that was uh, – as much as it sucks to watch, it was – it. I don't know. It's like cool to see, but then in the moment, you're like, man, like that sucks. But, um, so I, I think then the big question I have and then the, the debate, cause it's easy to say, like Faldo was saying in the announcer's booth, just got to lay up, got to lay back with whatever club. Um, and I think 
that's easy to say. And, and for sure that play has its own, you know, that seems like the logical play, but I also think it becomes like a, you know, first of all, I would say reasons for hitting the driver there. He did it all week, right? All those come to play, like play it like you normally would. Like yeah. he, he's played, he played it well all week, that type of thing. And then combined with like, the fact that as, as soon as you're almost laying back, I feel like there's like a, then you're no longer playing to win in a sense. You, you know, you're playing for a tie. So then it's kind of like, then that gets the mental thing going of like, well, yeah. you shouldn't, I, I mean, the only way he really could have lost is if he did what he did, I think, right? You dump it in that creek. Yeah. That's the most outstanding thing you could do to lose. Really but at the same time, you know, there, I don't think there's necessarily a right thing to do in that situation. I think it's, yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, I definitely think it's like that too. Like, that's looking at the stats from what he hit earlier in the week. The fact that he played seventy-one holes is in the lead. Like, I just don't know. Like, I don't know. Was he super fired up and just went through the motions? Really didn't talk to his caddy. Like, as a caddy, I'd be like, "Yo, like, how? You know, what's your line on this?" Or like, you know, he's definitely juiced up and nervous. That was a really like handsy save it swing. I just wild, but like this is my question to you: If you are him, of course, we can never have that situation. But for the saying of the podcast, like if you are on that tee and you take hybrid, four iron, three wood, and you put it in the fairway. You're a professional golfer that's in the lead after 71 holes. You make bo- what is it bogey to force a playoff or yeah, yeah bogey to a playoff? Like, dude, you're in the fairway. Like, what are you gonna do? Miss the green? Not get up and down? Like, you're in a playoff. Like, why? I don't. So that's where I think it, it goes wrong is that like he was probably so close to being okay, even with how wild of a swing it was, you mm-hmm. know. But of it's so easy to say, just, yo, hit, hit three wood out to the left. Literally hit a hook and you'll be fine. Like, that, uh, just so tough to say because who knows? Like, if he was confident in his mind and he pulled the club, he's a professional. Like, you think it was the right choice. But what I really respected is, like, he seems so calm and, like, okay. His, uh, who was it? Um, who's his friend there from Chile as well? Uh, oh, Neiman. Yeah, he was looking. He was looking more shook than uh, Mito was. It was so funny. Like he talked on. He came on the broadcast. Yeah, and they were cool. talking. And then you just see uh, Joaquin over there on the 18th, but just like literally in awe, and, like shaking his head, like what is going on? And like had the hat on, like crooked, was yeah. just like. Yeah, Mito Pereira literally handled it so well, and the, I figured it was gonna be a really awkward interview after the round. And he was like, "Yeah, just." Didn't, didn't do it today like what he said, like yeah he goes i guess you don't realize how what the pressure does to you and then he's kind of like ha ha and i was like i guess i guess yeah what did he yeah. he go we went from being in first to what tie for third or something fourth even he doubled so he went he tied for for third i believe yeah because there's a two-way there's a two guys at the top and then tied for third yeah that's a big difference, bud. Big difference. But just a, just a wild tournament. I remember, like, 
it seemed like from front nine to back nine, everyone was playing good, and then everyone would play bad at the same time. Like maybe it, it was, was a, a a Friday, maybe or even a Saturday. I just remember it was so like flip flop. Like wow, everyone's lighting it up, and then the next night it was like no one made a putt, double plug in a bunker, out ob lost ball. I'm like yeah. holy cow. So I think I think like the most – everyone I've talked to was like, oh, my God, that was so fun to watch. And I think the most exciting part about watching that was like kind of what you touched on earlier where we've seen it a hundred times, right? Because I feel like a lot of us, us fans like to root for a playoffs or at least something close coming down the stretch. We've seen it a hundred times. We're rooting for that. And the guy just ends up – you know, there's nothing really to watch. The guy ends up with, with a couple shots to play with, with a couple holes left. And you're like, oh, well, I don't need to watch the end. Yeah. I think the coolest part about that tournament was – you were locked in the whole time, like what is gonna happen here? Because just yeah. crazy stuff was happening, and the lead—it was crazy to watch the lead just come all the way down to five, man. That's crazy for sure. Like, yeah, that's the thing, man. Just locked in right on eighteen, literally spoke it into existence, and then to see the shot, and we both looked at each other, and it, as it goes in the hazard, and we're like, wow, like now he now he's got to do it and then he hit it long in the rough and now it's like yep you literally lost <laughs> you're like what wow that was the other thing just, dude is like i was like i i still fully thought he'd make it to the playoff you know yeah me too yep and then i figured maybe he'd lose on the playoff but like because then at that point you get it to you you know you really can only make so many mistakes out there and like yeah as a player, I'd feel like, yep, my luck ran out. Like, I did all I could, fought hard, choked it, and now I'm in the playoff. Like, I don't know, that's just got to be so tough mentally. And the little stages that we've been on, man, on you know, and I couldn't, couldn't imagine. But yeah. just an incredible event to watch. And for sure, for sure, definitely a lot of takeaways from it. It's just, what, uh, uh, what do you think of um, Zalatoris' putting stroke? Did you get to see some of those? Or I mean, he's doing it consistently, yeah. pretty consistently. Yeah, right. No, it definitely. My dad described it as it looked like he was shifting a car. Like, yeah, if you watch the worm, the wormhole view or worm eye view, literally, homie drops that back into third, <laughs> throws it up, squares it up, just wild. Like, pause. Toes the crap out of it. It looks like normally. Yeah, I really don't. Plenty of ways to get it done, right? Like, I don't like. Why wouldn't – I mean, I can't even say why would you change it because, I mean, he's, he's putting well and one of the top players in the world right now. But at the same time, like, is that not going to be, like, a not a longevity issue, but is that not – like, dude, you're not striking the ball in the center of the face with a putter? Like, what do you mean? Why? <laughs> why? Uh, so, to my, my – my just – I mean, I, I got to imagine he's got the yips. Like, he's got, like – right? Something. Like, right? Something. Because there's no way you purposely are doing that. Unless it's like... Like, I really don't know. I almost wonder... It's almost like he's purposefully doing it, but it's because, like, he has the yip. So that's, like, what he has to do to at least hit it, like, in almost. It's crazy, man. It's it's crazy to watch. He's like, what is it? Like, like he's drawing putts? Like, he's trying to, like, hook them? Because he definitely drops it. I just think he's trying to do anything he can to make them. (laughs) I mean that's true. Crazy. What other what other moments stuck out to you from the from the championship? I'm trying to think. Dude, his um Zalatoris um up and down from that car path was phenomenal. 
Yo, what a wild ruling. Anyway, how did he end up? I, I missed the part where he ended up actually in the crack. How Did he drop so, that? Rest there or did he place that? From, I believe, I'm not 100% sure because I didn't have the volume. I couldn't, I couldn't like hear what they were saying. Ah. But I, I believe, or I couldn't hear like fully what they were saying. Um, there's a lot of commotion when I was watching, but um, he hit it into, he took an unplayable. Yep. The unplayable led him to dropping on the path. And then from where it ended up on the path, his relief, his nearest point of relief was like back towards where he just was in the shit, like in the mm. unplayable. So he just had to play it out of the path, I believe. Wow. And then just do the yeah, shot. Well, phenomenal, bro. Are you kidding me? Like that shot was incredible. Unreal. I have no idea how he caught it clean from literally the ball being like sitting in that crack. That it's was in a just... crack, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. I have no idea, dude. It's so clean. And then just to make the putt after, I said, "Wow!" Like, so my dad, if he makes this, like he, like that's such a booster of confidence, bro. Like, there's no way he doesn't come away with this. And what about Tiger too, dude? What put it up a fight? But then how many greens did he just absolutely airmail? It looked like, dude. Everything, every miss of his seemed long. It was wild. I didn't even see much of him. No. No. Yeah, dude, he was like missing greens by like. It looked like a club and a half or more, like long, just juice straight up. He did it at least four or five times in the round I watched. It was what unreal. day was that that you were watching? Uh, he withdrew. He withdrew Sunday, so. Yeah, so Saturday. Had to have been Saturday, yeah. Because he, he was in, I watched his first two rounds pretty closely, but not yeah, that he one. was in decent standing, and then. Last I saw, he was like four over, and then he went jumped all the way to like twelve over or something. And I was like, "Wow!" And he said, "Yeah, I cannot walk these hills." But I don't know what else you got for us. I have a quote from the ending of a book that I would love to leave us off with if we don't have anything else. But um, I'm trying to think of anything from the, uh, what the layout, bro? the layout of that course. I didn't know how dangerous it was. How many people were getting hit with golf balls, dude? Who was it? Um, Cameron Smith hit Aaron Wise with a ball, I think. In the head. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I guess the one, the, the last thing that'd be pretty big news is Scheffler missing the cut. Hmm. Yep. Or JT winning. We didn't even really say that. Yeah, yeah. JT won, by the way. <laughs> but yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, JT impresses me in the sense of like his sack, you know. I guess would be the word I would use. Like he, he, he's definitely not scared of the moment. Like he wants it so bad, and that's cool. And it's cool to see him. Like, like he's a guy when you start to see creep up on the leaderboard. I actually sent it in our group chat. Remember on Saturday, I said this looks looking good for JT. Yeah, he's a guy when he starts to creep up on a leaderboard late. I expect him to to be there and he's usually pretty dang good at, at being yeah. there you know Which i definitely I admire think being a big rory fan and for some reason rory likes to mm, yeah rory rory go, goes hot in the beginning it seems and then closure rate he is just, just yeah, bad he yeah. just rory needs to get get like just take his his dispersion and just get it get, mm. get four rounds you know he that's facts but, no, JT, I definitely started to sense that as well, man. Like, I don't know if that's just maturity on tour or just the fact of the confidence uh, that you get when you play really well. But, yeah, he definitely is someone that seems like he's just there for the moment. And as soon as they made it to the playoff, I, I said JT. Like, I just 
Zalatoris is striping it, but I don't know. I just feel like JT just isn't uh, – maybe it's the tips from Tiger or whatnot, but I don't know. He's definitely got that, that little prowl to him as well. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And how about – what do you think of uh, Bones' comments where – I don't know if you saw this. Um, he said – Basically, they interviewed him after the round, and he was like, yeah, like, I enjoyed, you know, how he was doing the, um, like, working for Golf Channel or whatever and, like, commentating. I mean, he was like, if there was one guy that I was going to come back and caddy for, it was JT. Like, and he was, I feel like he was kind of touching on the aspect of, like, how he's kind of a winner, I guess. I don't, that was kind of the vibe I got, was he's a guy that, like. I didn't hear that. No, but that, that's cool. I wonder if that's literally just said because he's caddying for him or if he truly thinks that, you know, that is. I definitely see, I don't know, like it wasn't, there's some players on tour that don't stand out for some reason all the time, even though they may be making top 10s, 15s, 20s or something, like, I don't know, I feel like JT is so good that I'm like, oh, it's just JT, like if he doesn't win, like same thing, it's okay, He, you know, he placed well. But then you notice sometimes, you realize that, holy shit, bro, he's like almost winning a lot. Yeah. And then you see just how he handles the situation, the pressure of a major like this. You're like, damn. Like, who cares about certain other tournaments, man? If you really show up like this at a major, like that that says a lot and gives you a lot of confidence throughout the year and other smaller tournaments. And, yeah. Uh, that's wild. And it's, 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 just, it's almost yeah. that, that aura of, like, as the moment gets bigger, like, he just gets better, you know? He just – yeah, focuses yeah. more. He's more invested in it almost. Like I don't know. He's just yeah. he's got that vibe to him. Definitely. That's that's something I would say that is very. Um, like very able to be seen or very prominent in such like elite athletes. You know, there's yeah. only a couple. Serena Williams. You know, um depending on who, what basketball player you think is your favorite, you know, like all the greats really have that, that edge, you know, Tiger, like, you know, Rory, they all have the edge of just competition. And as the moment heightens, like they usually rise to that occasion. And that's just something so cool to study and and just see in the heat of heat of competition too. Yeah, for sure. I think it's inherent in, um, just yeah, in in any not at all levels too. Like you'll see it in 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 people like playing in like a, a college tournament. You know, like guys that are, are that tend to win more, right? Or guys that, or even like growing up playing basketball or stuff like that, whatever sport you play, right? Like there's always that one team that you know you grow up in and they it's kind of an intangible, but they they're yeah. comfortable winning almost is all it is. Like it's like. Yeah. And usually all it takes is one, right? You win yeah. one championship, you win one uh, big season conference, maybe just win one game when you were down. Like, that's all it takes, man. You know, be down on the front and then totally tear it up on the back. Like, so much confidence comes from winning that I feel like sometimes we may not think of that as well. We always hear the the sayings that, like, we learn so much more from the losses than we do the wins. I, th- I think that is true. But I think sometimes we really do have to look at the wins, bro, and how much that can do for you, especially on tour. Like, you know, JT, he's pretty well exempt almost any tournament. And uh, But, like, how far that goes for these younger players coming up and winning tournaments yeah. that just get for, you know, majors or a season or – that's just wild. That's life-changing stuff to to win, uh, yeah, depending on true. what 
And every win you get in life, no matter where it is, I think it is life altering in a way, right? Like yeah. it, it depends what it is that you're winning, but confidence is everything. So you really have to think it before it happens for yourself. And just like putting, like that's the end of that the book I was reading, uh, Raymond Floyd. My dad just finished reading it and the end of the quote uh was about like appreciation, attitude and like your ability when it comes to putting. So the quote on the very end, last page, our ability to appreciate is enhanced as we get older. And appreciation itself is a performance enhancer. Remember that you are playing a marvelous game that you can play for a lifetime. Enjoy it and be thankful. With that attitude, you win every day. So I think that just comes down to it as well. We see these guys winning on tour, man, and they are truly embracing it and appreciating it. Big time that sticks out to me is Scotty Scheffler at the Masters. Like, he goes, yeah, I'm a pro golfer, but who knows when that'll change or who knows when I'll fall off the map. Like, just truly having appreciation for the exact moment that they're in or you're in goes so, so far. It goes beyond golf, that's for sure. Uh, Wow, that's well said, Brandon. Um, That's the quote, man. That's the quote, right? No, but that's a good, that's a great insight there, and it's very true. Um, I kind of, it's funny. I felt that almost golfing today was just like, I was play? excited. I hit, I was excited. I had hit a bad shot, but then I, I kind of had like a tough looking chip shot. But I was like excited to hit it, you know. And that that kind of mindset of it's it's there's as soon as you start doing that, you start to lose that fear of a result, you know. But, um, and then the last thing that I just kind of wanted to say, and I'm kind of just repeating it, but another way of saying it is just like those guys like JT back on him is thriving under pressure. Like that really is like when I, I think the tip I would give to people, if you're listening and want and want to be better in, in pressure situations, I would say to exactly what you basically just said, but enjoy that because that's really what you play for, right? Those moments are what you play for the big moments to, have a chance to, to accomplish something like that feeling is, is remarkable and it's so fun and cool to be in and, and enjoy that moment, you know? And, and that's huge, bro. Yeah, dude, it's all just reframing how we look at the situation, you know, the perspective on the situation. If you're Mito Pereira right there, like you gotta be saying, dude, this is what, this is what we work so hard for. Like, this is the moment that we step up for. And then you hit it in the water and, and lose but <laughs> then you gotta say okay like i gotta i gotta learn from that and exactly. and you know i'm gonna i'm gonna be out here swinging again you know like that's all that is yeah. exactly relish relish in the good stuff and face adversity with a smile that's all that's all it comes down to man you got to learn from both the good and the bad and appreciate it all but i don't know brother you got anything else that was a, that was an inspiring recap there for the uh PGA Championship. What a, what another uh, incredible event to watch from the PGA Tour. Yes, thank you. Yes, PGA. but uh, before we go, before we go, last thing, yeah, guys, going to be linked below. Uh, the Tipped Out Family. So all we're going to do there, guys, is that is our email list where you guys will never be able to miss an episode. Stay up to date on all of our discounts, product promotions, uh, and any kind of instruction that we're going to do. So drop your name and email below there. Stay in touch. We'll always be sending the uh, Emails for when the new pods drop. We're getting that stuff in motion. So stay tuned. Be part of the family. Ask any questions. Reach out to us on Instagram, of course. Tipped underscore out. 
And then uh, you guys know our Instagrams as well. So hit us up. Any questions, topics, concerns you want to talk about. And we got Bunker coming up here shortly. So stay tuned for that uh, little mini series. Anything else, brother? All set, man. We uh, It's a pleasure. Glad we got this one in. We'll see you in the next one. Awesome, buddy. Peace and love. Contraband got that dope. Sometimes I don't feel all right. New girl on my face, she says she nigga, but that's why I don't feel all right. Catch me in the good mood, I just might. Stop talking, I'm breaking the bank. Yeah.